Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. TFA fam, hope you're doing well. Hope your week eight is off to a off to a good start, off to a solid start. Got a good game going on right now, so we're gonna try and bang through this as quick as we can. Give you guys the the first look at the week eight waiver wire and uh, and some streaming options. So, Kev, let's just jump right into it, man. You have quarterback. Uh, go ahead, throw up that graphic and tell us uh, tell us who your your picks are here for the top streaming quarterbacks for week eight. Yeah, so I mean, there's not a lot of great options this week. I think most people have kind of got on to the, you know, the Justin Herberts and the Joe Burrows. A lot of those guys are gone in most leagues. If they are, then yeah, those would be the guys that I want to target. But, but for me, it's Teddy Bridgewater. They, they get Atlanta. It's a fantastic matchup. He played really well today um, against the Saints. This and then this week he gets Atlanta. He completed 23 of 28 passes for 254 yards, two touchdown, and average a pretty impressive 9.1 yards for attempt. So I just really like Teddy Bridgewater. Jimmy G, uh, I think, is another option. He did not play that well today, but they didn't really need him to. They played, they played the the Patriots, and I mean, they were able to just pretty much do whatever they wanted against them. Uh, all their scores were were via the ground, but he did average a pretty, still a pretty impressive eleven point one yard per attempt. Uh, he completed twenty of twenty five passes for two hundred seventy seven yards. He did have two interceptions. One was in the side of the red zone, but going against Seattle, you can throw against that defense. The week before, Jimmy G threw for or had over. Um, I, th- I think it was three touchdowns, nearly 300 yards. So uh, I think this is another week where he can bounce back. So I do like him in this matchup. Kirk Cousins uh, is coming off the bye. Um, he is he's, he's been 
uh, pretty solid for most of the year. He's had a couple. Uh, he's had at least sixteen point nine fantasy points in four of his last or in those last four games. And if you go back, we've seen this matchup once before. Week one, uh, he did drop twenty five point seven fantasy points against Green Bay. You can throw against Green Bay. So I think that this is going to be another matchup where, um, you know, they're going to be forced to throw the ball coming off the bye. So you, you feel pretty good about guys like Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Uh, Dalvin Cook should also be back to the, in this game, or at least that's the belief that, that he that he should be back. So that was kind of why they held him out. So he could sit out for two weeks. So Dalvin should also be back. And then a, a couple more. Baker Mayfield. Uh, Absolutely just crushed today, right? And yeah. it did, what was even more impressive about the performance was Odell Beckham, which we'll talk about, you know, when we get to the wide receivers, uh, went out really early in that game. And it looks like actually out, Odell Beckham's done for the year. It looks like he's got he suffered a significant knee injury and is likely done for the year. But even in the face of that, he's uh, Baker completed 22 of 28 passes, almost 300 yards, five touchdowns and an interception. Which has really got to boost his because uh, previously coming to this game he was ten touchdowns to six int so uh, this is a great matchup going against the Raiders you can definitely throw on the Raiders so I do like this matchup uh, for them uh, for, for him uh, we'll see how the rest of the pieces kind of work together uh, Austin Hooper obviously was out in this game Harrison Bryant stepped up had two really nice touchdowns and then you know we saw the emergence of Rashard Higgins and. Donovan Peoples Jones, which we'll talk about when we get to wide receivers. So I do like Baker and then Derek Carr. Listen, when I would look at Derek Carr, like honestly, like I, I didn't realize. I mean, the dude has been uh, kind of quietly impressive I mean, for somebody that's only been owned and somebody owned in like just under thirty percent of fantasy league. Yeah, he has four straight twenty or he has four twenty fantasy point performances this year. Had a great mat, had a great game today. Two hundred eighty four yards, two touchdowns. I guess a really good Bucks defense. So. I was actually really surprised with how with how well Derek Carr. I mean, if you look at his numbers, I mean, he's played really well, and he doesn't have a lot of ton of like. It's not like he has like great weapons. I mean, today he was doing it with Nelson Aguilar, uh, you know, and guys like that. So you know, I, I think uh, as long as Derek Carr continues to play like this, I think he's certainly somebody that people should be looking to roster. Yeah, there was uh, there was a little tilting for me because I had the under two hundred seventy three and a half passing yards for. Uh, for Carr, because I I just didn't think there was going to be any way he could do it against against that defense. And alas, here we are. He's he like seventy three percent completion percentage. He's he's been really solid, like you said, especially considering he's throwing to Hunter Renfro and Nelson Aguilar, and it's not like he has a a star studded cast around him. So let's go ahead and jump over to running back, and uh, and you can you can hit us off with with these ones here. Uh, tell us who is in your your priority as you have a secondary tier here and your deeper leagues. So go ahead and run through these. And we'll talk about running backs. Yeah, so th- it's not like a a great week for at least for the running back position. But for me, Jeff Wilson, who honestly came out of nowhere uh, to get these touches today. Like, I mean, I wasn't really expecting that big of a workload for Jeff Wilson, who absolutely crushed. But he left the game on his third touchdown. It was carted off the field with an ankle injury. So you hate to see it. They've already lost Mostert. Um, so with Hasty, Hasty kind of took over as kind of the lead back there. I, th- I think he's worth a you know a, a waiver ad, honestly. And honestly, I think there's another guy too who I'm I didn't put him on the list mainly because I don't know if he's going to be activated this week or not. But if he is, Tevin Coleman is is getting is, is available to come off the IR. And if he is, he could be somebody that, you know, maybe people would want to roster as well because right now they're pretty much down to, with the loss of those two backs, Jermichael Hasty 
and Jarek McKinnon. So, and Jarek McKinnon really wasn't utilized at all today. I, I was really kind of surprised about that. But like I said, I think if Tevin Coleman's back, I, I would probably move. He would definitely be on this list as well. But for me, uh, Jermichael Hasty, he's somebody that a lot of people really liked heading into this heading into this year. Kind of a uh, you know under the radar type guy that got a, drew a lot of praise out of preseason, but just really hasn't had a ton of opportunities. But I mean, he did he did play well in the limited opportunities he had. He had carried the ball nine times for fifty seven yards and had one target for sixteen yards. Um, so I do think Hasty is definitely worth a look, especially if you're hurting at running back this week. Zach Moss, you know, I, I could probably have him higher. I could have him lower, on, or I could have him lower on this list probably. But he did return today and had five catch or five carries, I think, for forty seven yards. It wasn't a, you know a ton of work. But my thing is, is that Devin Singletary has really just been ass. Uh, you know, like he was bad again today, uh, you know, against, against this Jets defense. So I, you know, now that Zach Moss has returned, like I wouldn't be surprised if he takes over this backfield at some point, he's also the better pass catcher than Devin Singletary. So if Zach Moss is out there, I think he's worth an ad. He's, he's rostered in 46% of leagues. Wayne Gallman. Like I didn't think I'd be putting Wayne Gallman on any list this year, but here we are. Devonta Freeman got hurt in that in the Thursday night game. We'll have to see what his availability is, but he had, he had an ankle injury. Did not play really the second half. And Wayne Gallman, I'm I'm not gonna lie, he looked better than than, than what Devonta Freeman did. I mean, he showed some explosion. Uh, he did. He just looked better. I guess a really good Philadelphia defense. So. If he's out there, you know we need running backs, and they get a great matchup this week against. Um, or excuse me, I was I was thinking of the Eagles, but um, but yeah. So, but with him, you know, we'll see what happens. But I, to be honest with you, it's it's tough to trust because at the same time, this backfield is not good. This this offensive line is still terrible. So it, it's not something I'm going to put like a lot invest a lot in with Wayne Goldman. But I do think if he's out there and you need you need help at running back, I, I think it's a direction you could go, and then. Uh, Damian Harris, he played really well today too. The, the, the only problem with him is, is that he was pretty much game scripted out, right? Like, uh, the, the, the Patriots got absolutely crushed again, really. I mean, this, I don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. Cam Newton doesn't look like the answer. Um, and really, I, I don't know if you can really blame him. I know there's going to be a lot of blames put towards Cam and, and everything else, but this offense is fucking trash. Like, they, like, could you give anybody, uh, any worse, you know, um, in terms of weapons. And I bet Brady's uh, chilling down in Tampa just be like, hey, I told you guys that, you know, the, and that's why he didn't come back. I mean, the guy's out here with just a bunch of bums. Like, honestly, can you tell me a worse offense? Is the Jets offense worse than this? I don't know. Like, win healthy? Like, I, I, I think that you could make a case. I, I don't know. But regardless of that, the, the Patriots offense is, is terrible. But if Damian Harris is out there, 41%. If he's out there, I think he's at least worth a look if, if this team can, you know, f- figure something out offensively. And then the Michael P. Ryan, I really don't feel great about. He is, you know, plays for the Jets, but he he was impressive today. He, he, I guess he was the 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 best of, of the shit that they have there with this offense. I mean, it's again, it's another terrible situation, but you know, he is the much younger back uh drafted this year. So we'll we'll see with LaMichael P. Ryan. I, I don't love it. I'm not going to go out and like waste a high waiver priority to add Lamichael P. Ryan, and I, I just think that he is somebody that you know any any running back is worth is worth rostering that you know that, that's going to get any sort of role. And then you have the secondary tier. Now we're going to have to monitor something because Chris Carson left the game with a foot injury, and that's why you know I made this prior to that happening. So I I, I do have Carlos Hyde in the secondary tier, and 
if we find out that, that Chris Carson is going to be out for a long for a long term stint, I would probably have to move Chris Carson or Carlos Hyde up to the top of this list just because of how explosive that offense is. Not so much that Carlos Hyde is a monster, but you know, uh, anytime you can get a running back on an elite offense, you're going to go after that. So we'll have to monitor see what's going on with Chris, with with uh, with Chris Carson if this is going to be a long term thing or not. If not. You know, then I think you you probably uh, keep him down here, and then some of the other options, Naheem Hines and PPR formats, I think is fine. JD McKissick, same thing, both just PPR options. Benny Snell is is basically insurance for anything that happens to James Conner because let's face it, James Conner is a walking injury waiting to happen, and for whatever reason, they I, I was tilting my face off today because of course. Uh, Benny Snell gets the, the short goal line touchdown today and takes it away from James Conner, which would have otherwise been a good day. Gus Edwards, I guess we'll have to see what happens with Mark Ingram. Is he going to be back? He should be back this week. He, he did get injured the last time they played, but they are coming off a bye. Tony Pollard, again, I wouldn't really trust this entire uh, Dallas offense, but if he's out there, then you have some deeper league guys like Brian Hill, Anthony McFarland, Royce Freeman, Philip Lindsay left today, so he could be an option for somebody. Corey Clement, Matt Breida. Devontae Booker. I mean, these guys that you have to be in like 16 team leagues to be looking at some of these dudes like Eno Benjamin and uh, Devin Azigbo. So, uh, other than that, I think that's pretty much the list. That is quite the list as well. But like you said, like nothing that, that's how I felt when I was going through mine as well. Nothing that like really stood out to me as like, all right, this, this is a really good week for this or a really good week for that. So, uh, with, with that out of the way, I'll just go ahead and jump into the wide receiver waiver wire. Now, there is a name that I left off this list that I should probably have in, in the in the second tier here, and that is Denzel Mims. But going back up to the top, just want to make sure I, I didn't forget his name. But going up to the top, uh, Cole Beasley, Brandon Ayuk, Sterling Shepard. Cole Beasley, we talked about him on the Sunday show today, whenever we uh, this morning rather, Whenever we got a question, I can't remember who the it was between, but we were talking about uh, Cole Beasley. Rostered in 40% or less in both ESPN and Yahoo leagues. He had a second 100-yard game of the year, went uh, 11 catches for 112 yards. And he's steadily like either – I think he's either had a touchdown or at least like – 40, 50 yards in every single game this week. So uh, with John Brown out, who knows if, if he's – we're not sure if he's going to be out next week yet or not. Uh, another injury that we had was Debo Samuel. Um, looked like a hamstring injury. Brandon Ayuk, this is where the, the analysis for Brandon Ayuk begins and ends. Seattle. Like you, you talked about, uh, you talked about Jimmy Garoppolo being a being a really nice ad for quarterback this week for as one of your top streamers. Brandon Ayuk falls right into that, especially if that target distribution is going to be even less with Debo Samuel potentially m- missing time. And then Sterling Shepard available in thirty six percent. He's only rostered rather in thirty six percent of ESPN leagues and twenty eight percent of Yahoo leagues. It was his first game back on Thursday, and he was already second on that team in targets. I think he had eight to Evan Ingram's nine, and then nobody else on that team had more than five. Uh, Second tier, who I'm looking at, Corey Davis. Wasn't a great day. He only had six six catches for 35 yards, but that touchdown did help his his fantasy numbers. Uh, 22 and 28% roster in ESPN and Yahoo leagues, respectively. 
Kendrick Bourne, same thing. If 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 you need a a deeper add, he's going to be available. Like I said with Debo, we're going to have to wait and see what that what that timeline is going to be. But after Kittle and Ayuk, really not uh, a lot of target competition there. Greg Ward, the the Eagles just can't catch a break, man. And you you were talking either last week or the week before. Whenever people were talking about, you know, should I drop Wentz? And you were cautioning them to not do so because of the schedule that they have coming up. So Greg Ward available, uh, I only rostered rather, and 12% of ESPN leagues and 7% of Yahoo leagues. So you can definitely look to add him there. You were talking about the Odell Beckham injury. We saw Rashard Higgins pop off for over 100 yards. Donovan Peoples-Jones caught the game-winning touchdown. They're both completely available but you you can you can there's no league really that they're going to be they're going to be rostered in so they're widely available we were talking beforehand kev and you were asking where i was going to have donovan people's jones i said i was going to have him lower than richard higgins you like the athleticism with uh, dpj the rookie coming out of michigan i like the fact that there's rapport already between higgins and mayfield so We'll just have to wait and see on that. Gabe Davis, uh, again, if he had a touchdown that was wiped away, I think he only had like three – he only had one catch for uh, 11 yards. But like I said, he also had the, the touchdown that was wiped away. If John Brown is going to be out, Gabe Davis is someone you can add, especially in deeper leagues. And then Preston Williams uh, only rostered in 36% of ESPN leagues, 21% of Yahoo leagues. And then just some some deeper names you can you can think about here. Demarcus Robinson, Keelan Cole, Golden Tate, KJ Hamler. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. With Tim Patrick potentially missing time going forward, Darnell Mooney still widely available. Jalen Rager, if you have the room to stash him. Same thing with Alan Lazard. And then uh, Deontay Johnson came back, had a really nice game, got injured again. So you can look at uh, James Washington, Alshon Jeffrey, Zach Pascal. Anyone uh, that I did not mention that you think needs to needs to be brought up here? A couple of things. One, I do want to mention that Deontay Johnson actually came back into the game after that happened. So he got hurt, and then he sat out of play, and then he actually came back. Because on the last play that they had the, the ball, he actually came back. He, he was actually on the field whenever. I, I believe they threw an interception, and that would happen. Uh, yeah, I, I, yes. Uh, Big Ben threw an interception down in the goal line, I, I remember. And Deontay Johnson was actually coming along on a slout. Or a slout. What the hell's a slout? A slant route. <laughs> 
And uh, so, so Deontay Johnson uh, came back into the game. So I think Deontay Johnson is going to be fine because uh, he he absolutely balled yes. today. Uh, Fifteen targets, exactly kind of what we were t- we talked about in the pregame show t- this morning about why I was a little bit lower on Chase Claypool than other people, and I had Deontay Johnson higher is because whenever Deontay Johnson's out there, the dude gets absolutely peppered with targets. So uh, I know a lot of people are tilting that that all spent a lot of money and we're really enjoying the ride of, of Chase Claypool, but I think that's probably coming to an end. Or not, not, I shouldn't say coming to an end, but I think he's going to be hit or miss. Um, and I don't know if somebody I could trust. Um, I do want to mention, you know, you talked about Donovan Peoples-Jones. For people that just don't know who Donovan Peoples-Jones is, he was drafted this year, came out of Michigan, but the dude absolutely crushed the combine whenever he came and really uh, surprised a lot of people. Was People were not expecting him to do as well as he did in terms of the combine, but he's 6'2", 212. But he has a 71st percentile, 44.8. He also has 86th percentile speed score and a 99th percentile burst score. So the athleticism is all there for Donovan Peoples-Jones. Will he be able to put it together? I don't know. But we saw, you know, um, you know, he he did catch that game-winning 24-yard pass, which was was a really nice play by him. We'll see how this works. Now I do agree that he Higgins definitely has rapport with Baker Mayfield, but Peoples Jones is probably the more definitely the more athletic option and somebody that I think in, in deeper formats that you know maybe you should have some uh, interest in. And then you also Jalen Rager. I just want to mention him that he shed his cast this week and he's actually catching catching passes. So it shouldn't take him very long to get back on the field because it's not like it's a lower leg injury where you're going to want to work him back in slowly or anything like that. I think once his, once his arm is good to go, which could really be this week, he, he can be back. They may end up holding him out because I believe they go on by after this week, um, week nine or week nine, I believe is their buy. So they could end up opting to hold him out to week 10. But that, you know, as we know, despite the fact of how bad the Cowboys have looked, because that's who they play. The, the the Eagles need to win this game. This this is the worst division in football, and it's not particularly close. But they have an opportunity to kind of seize control of this this um the seize control of this division. And I think you know if they can get a guy like Jalen Rager back, you know early, uh, I think that that could be an option. So with that being said, uh, if Jalen Rager's out there, I would definitely look to stash him. And then also, last but not least, the disrespect for Keelan Cole. Yes, he did not have a great game today. But in deeper league ad, do you know wh- where where do you think Keelan Cole right now ranks among all wide receivers? Where do you think? Just a guess. Uh, I will say wide receiver thirty-two. Heading into today, he was wide receiver nineteen. Yeah, well, and you have that the, man the, the, the as a deep shines lead on ad every only. dog's ass. I I don't understand your hate for for Keelan Cole. It is ridiculous. You need to remove your take lock. Keelan Cole is the truth. Okay, and he yes, was averaging he a, like forty yards per game up until last week. So let's as of let's, right now, as of right, uh, as, of, the breaks. as of right now, as of uh, right now, the breaks twenty seven receptions, three hundred and fifty yards, and three touchdowns. Okay. I'm going to spike on that, move on to tight ends. Hey, you're, you're absolutely allowed to spike on that because I remember laughing at you whenever you're bringing up Keelan Cole, but he is a deeper league hat just because uh, I, I just don't think you can trust him. He he had he has the he had the safe floor, and outside of that one, the, the game what was that last week where he absolutely went off. He has been a like an eight-point kind of fantasy play unless he scores a touchdown. But anyway – Gross week with with tight end here. Eric Ebron is still available in half of your leagues. He'd probably be my my top ad here. Drew Sample only two uh, percent rostered. You can you can look there. He had I think five for fifty today. I mean nothing I feel great about. The two Cleveland 
uh, tight ends. Now, Austin Hooper did have appendicitis, I guess, with with his surgery, so it looks like he's going to be out for week eight as well. But David Njoku, Harrison Bryant. uh, Harrison Bryant had the two touchdowns. He had, I think, five targets, five or six targets to Njoku's three. They're both going to be involved. Njoku had a touchdown as well. They obviously combined for three of Baker's five touchdowns, five or six touchdowns, so you can look to add them. Uh, Irv Smith, uh, available in basically every single league. He's only rostered in 2% of leagues, so you can look there as well. And then uh, basically all of the Indianapolis Colts tight ends. I didn't put them on the list because I have no idea what to do, especially if all three are going to be if all three are going to be uh, healthy and involved, but they are out there. If we get any kind of any kind of sense, any kind of report of how they're going to be used going forward this week, that might be able to help us kind of sort out who the who the ad is. It looked like it was Trey Burton. He was being used in a, really some creative ways, especially compared to the the other two tight ends. But Moelle Cox was out in week six, and now they they should all be healthy coming back in week eight. So if if it gets super gross out there, you can look to add one of those three Colts tight ends. Yeah, I don't have a lot to say. The tight end position is gross. Um, I, I think Harrison Bryan is interesting. I think the dude it can be an absolute beast uh, you know, in the NFL. Uh, it was nice to see the two touchdowns that he got today. I do think against the Raiders – uh, it could be a direction that you that we look to go, I, and I, I do really like Irv Smith as well. If you're if you're looking for um, a tight end, I think you could you know Irv Smith's production and his usage has kind of ticked up every single week, uh, and so you know coming off the bye, I do like Irv Smith quite a bit, and so it I, I would probably have him probably second on this list if it, if it was me, but we'll we'll see on that, and then I think. The other one would probably be that you could possibly look at would be Albert O. So Noah Fant, he's not healthy. Like I see, he got hurt again today. Like he shouldn't even. I don't even know what the dude was even doing out there uh, for Denver. He just does not look right. He had one long catch and he got and he had real trouble getting off the field afterwards. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play again this next week. But Albert O certainly has a rapport with uh, Drew Locke. Uh, obviously they were they were uh, college teammates together and that was his favorite uh, that was his favorite target in college and he's continually starting to see him more and more targets so i do not mind that as well as as an option um for people kind of looking for a tight end this week they they get the chargers um in week eight so uh we'll, we'll see what happens there and last but not least but i, I did want to mention this and i do want to say this uh i am somebody who truly believes that you know you can celebrate your victories, but you should also bring up your misses. And I want to say that I definitely missed today on Jamal Williams. Uh, I kind of went on a little bit of rant how I thought that uh, you know his he was not going to be as involved as what people thought, and uh, I certainly missed on that because he ended up with what 20, 20 touches, um, so <laughs> uh, and had you know twenty fantasy points today. So it, it was a good outing from him. You know he got there late um, on a kind of garbage time touchdown. But still, uh, it was still a good performance from him. He got the majority of the touches. I don't think A.J. Dillon did anything. So I I just wanted to mention that, that uh, I was lower on that today, and I just wanted to uh, call myself out for for being wrong on Jamal Williams. Hey, there has to be accountability 
right? A hundred percent. If, if whatever, whatever you listen to, whether it's a pod or YouTube, whatever it is, if those people do not are always talking about what they hit and never talk about what they miss, you should just quit listening to it because that, I think that's, that's poor process. We should always be reviewing, you know, what we were doing and how, it, what we got wrong and what we got right. So. Absolutely. Uh, Real quick before we get out of here, we do have two uh, running back questions. Miles Woodward wants to know: Should I trade Zeke? I mean, right right now, I don't think is is the time to trade him. I I, I really don't know what kind of return you're going to get back for him, especially if you know they're they're down to Ben DiNucci at at quarterback. I I I just don't know what kind of what kind of value. If you can get anything close to fair value. I, I would probably look into it, but right now I think you're just going to get low ball offers. So that's uh, that's not. I, I would wait until he has like even just like a solid game, and then maybe look to to move him then. Yeah, I mean, and th- this was a terrible matchup too against Washington. Um, yeah, missing with Washington, Dallas missing well, two of their linemen. Yeah, and Washington that front seven has been absolutely terrific this year. Uh, they have been yeah. really good and done a really good job. Uh, I think this is this is a team if they can really find their 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 the Washington uh, football team if they could find a quarterback, I think that'd be fun. But I, I do want to say the Bostic dude just absolutely did my man Andy Dalton dirty. I mean, he just destroyed that man. I think his soul came out of his body after that hit that he took. But I don't know. We'll have to see if Andy Dalton's able to play. But to be honest with you. No, uh, I, I don't think you can trade a Zeke because I don't think you're going to get anything for him, at least for fair value. And I think I feel like you're just giving him away at that point. So uh, I think you just hold on and, and hope that they're able to turn this thing around. And or or I've, I have seen a lot of people today talk about that. The Cowboys are going to trade for Ryan Fitzpatrick, which I guess wouldn't shock me if they did, because, you know, with now Tua taking over as a starter. I don't know. Like, I think that'd be fun for fantasy purposes because, you know, they do have still have all the weapons there. Yeah, yeah. What uh, Jesus of Potatoes? What uh, what should he do? He or she do with uh, with Kenyon Drake? He's back. He's back. Isn't he? He's back to looking like a a fucking scrub. Uh, I think. I mean, he is. Uh, it's kind of what we talked about today, right? When I, I mentioned that, uh, it really worried me because Dallas's defense is terrible, and you know, I felt like that. You know, looking at him, that. We, we, he was going to turn back a little bit more into Kenyon Drake. And so far tonight, he has 10 carries for 20 yards, one reception for seven yards. K- Chase Edmonds, five for 73 through the air. So Kenyon Drake, once again, cannot run the football. I don't, I don't, I don't know what, I mean, you really can't do anything with them at this point because you can't get rid of them. You're not going to be able to drop them. I don't think it's, it's smart to drop us. You know, you should never drop a starting running back. You know, I, I think it is what it is at this point. I think you just kind of hold on to it and you play him on, on decent weeks, which this was one of them. And, you know, tonight you hope he finds the end zone. And if he doesn't, you know, I think then you look to, you know, I, I just don't think you can trade him because I don't think you're going to get a whole lot for him. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Max wants to know the top buys by lows of the week. We will be having a, a new video coming at you guys that we will be dropping either Tuesday night or Wednesday morning where we are going to record a buy-sell. So we'll, ha- <clears throat> Excuse me, we'll have that information for you a uh, little little later in the week. So be on, be on the, the lookout for that. Uh, Max also has Chris Carson, who we were just talking about, who went down. Would you drop Ingram for, <clears throat> for Hyde? 
I mean, I think you could, but at this point, but I, I don't, I wouldn't, I mean, unless you can do it now. I mean, I would, I would wait because I don't, I don't know how serious, how the severity of this with Chris Carson is. Right. It could end up being something that's very minor and he's back next week. So um, I wouldn't put too much stock into it right now. Yeah, we, we, we just don't have the, the information, but I think Ingram is droppable in general just because of the, the three headed mess of that backfield. Last question here from Matt Palmer that we're going to get out of here. Should I trade Johnny Smith for Jarek McKinnon when I have Gronk or just pick up Hasty? Just pick up Hasty. I mean, we saw it today. I mean, McKinnon didn't do anything. And you cannot trust this back. Uh, you cannot trust uh, Kyle Shanahan with anything. Like I mentioned, Tevin Coleman could very well be back this week as well and be inserted back into this offense or even be the lead back. So um, I wouldn't go crazy. You know, I, I would hope that maybe we get some sort of news what they're going to do with Tevin Coleman this week before waivers run. If we do, if, if they're planning on activating him, I would probably lower Hasty down of where I view him. But who knows? Because I don't think anybody expected Jeff Wilson to be the lead back today. But they kind of just go with the hot hand, and w- whenever that happens, I mean, it kind of make ruins everybody else's day. Because like I said, but before this, before Moser came back, and uh, that time that he was out before, like Jarek McKinnon operated as the every down back, and. Today, you know, I think some people expected kind of him to go kind of go back to it or at least have a fucking role in the offense. And he was absolutely didn't do nothing really until Jeff Wilson came out of the game or until Jeff Wilson got hurt. So, you know, uh, as of right now, like, no, like I, I'm not definitely not trading a top five tight end in Johnny Smith, uh, which is uh, absolutely rare. Uh, then, you know, for Jarek McKinnon, who we don't even know what his role is going to be. Yeah, don't uh don't do that. Hold on to Jonu. He came to this game banged up, so don't let this game or your uh, your desperation at running back get the best of you. So, like I said, Tuesday or Wednesday we'll be coming out with the buy sell video. We'll be going live again on Wednesday, and we will have written content coming out on the fantasyauthority.com in between then. So until Wednesday, we will talk to you guys later and hope you have a good rest of the week seven. Bye. Time to play the game! <laughs> it's all about the game, and are you playing? It's all about control, and if you can take it, it's all about your death, and if you can play it, it's all about pain, and who's gonna make it? I am the game, you don't wanna play me I am control, no way you can shake me I am heavy debt, no way you can pay me I am the pain, and I know you can't take me Look over your shoulder, ready to run Like a Cleveland bitch from a smoking gun I am the game, and I may do So move on out, you can die like a fool Try to figure out what my mood's gonna be Come on over, sucker, why don't you ask me? Don't you forget there's a price you can pay Cause I am the game and I want to play Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.